Hello and welcome back to 709 Meridian, a commentary podcast where we take a look at the movies and talk about them while they run. You watch them with us. It's a watch along. We are your hosts. I'm D, and this is Andrew. Hello. And tonight we're easing back into our uh, season of pickups, uh, franchise films that we sort of left off to the side when we did the other films in the franchise. So today we're going to do Halloween three season of the witch of the year 1982. Um, this has long been the uh, misunderstood sequel of the <laughs> Halloween franchise. It um, has nothing to do with Michael Myers. Uh, it's got a lot to do with, an evil company that distributes Halloween masks and a diabolical scheme that only makes sense within the confines of the movie. <laughs> so, yep. It so is. Uh, it, it's very entertaining though. So in it's in its own right, you know, not a, a, a shitty Halloween movie, but a good horror film. So anything else? Uh, I don't think anything we can't cover once we get to it. Um, yeah, uh, this one was not directed by John Carpenter, right? No, this one is Tommy Lee Wallace, who oh, he went on to direct the TV movie It and some other things. Uh, Carpenter's probably got a screenwriting credit on this. There's a bunch of backstory about the writing credit, but basically Carpenter was a big fan of British. What were those movies? The fucking, oh God, Quartermass or whatever. And this is supposed to be, yeah, this is like an American. uh, It's not quarter though. I think that's the, where it ought to be, but it's not, it's quarter. But anyway, this is the American version by a person who wrote it, but I don't, Either that person's script wasn't used or something, something. But it's got a bunch of Tom Car- or John Carpenter players in it. Tom Atkins, Nancy Keys, Charles mm-hmm. Cyphers. No, maybe. Um, is Jamie Lee Curtis's voice in it? Jamie Lee Curtis's voice is in it, yeah. Yeah, and it comes, uh, and Dean Coonty shoots it, so it looks good. I bet Alan Haworth does the music. But it, it comes... Right as uh, Carpenter's Universal deal sort of fell apart, because 82 is this and The Thing, mm-hmm. and both of these were big disappointments for the studio, and that sort of ended Carpenter's uh, Spielbergian uh, period, the dark Spielberg period that lasted two years or whatever. So, um, 
Yeah, this is. Then Christine came out in what eighty three, right? Yeah, and that was that was, was Columbia. That was Columbia, and then he did that at Columbia, and then he did Starman at Columbia, and yeah, yeah this was sort of. But then he was back at Universal with Prince of Darkness and the other one, Sunglasses. Mm. No, they live. They live, and those were his Alive brand. And there's supposed to be a third one, and it never got made either because the first two were so, like, it's just, you know, Carpenter was found his audience a little too late and on home video and cable, yeah. basically. Like, so this finally got like rediscovery in the early 2000s, I'd say. Like, yeah, late 90s. Because it came out on DVD. 2000s. I think this came out from there wasn't was a brand it a flip disc. It wasn't a flip disc, but it was a card. Wasn't it a cardboard case from Good Times, along with two, because Universal licensed a bunch of movies to Good Times mm. home video, and yeah. that was the first batch. And this was in there, and that might have been the first time it was ever anywhere letterbox. I don't know, but. We have it now. It is beautifully restored multiple times, no doubt. Um, Dean Coondy took his break from shooting Scooby-Doo 72 uh, to uh, <laughs> approve the, the thing. And people finally are watching Halloween Season of the Witch. But we got to get to it because I we got a, other 1982 Universal things to talk about. Because this is the one that looks like fucking Poltergeist and... E.T. It e. takes T. place yeah. in the 1982. The same. Halloween of 1982 is fucked up. Yeah. Same general area. <sighs> I would say it all happened around the same time. That's the universe. 1982 Halloweens. 1982 right, universe. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Starting in three, two, one, play. Okay, not universal. Not universal. I wonder if it's going to show up. Huh? How? Because Universal license. Yeah. What the hell? Universal doesn't want to release home videos anymore. They don't want to pay for transfers. I always loved the old school horror movies with the Universal logo in the beginning of it. Oh, they got rid of it entirely. Fuck them. Wow. Jerks. Yeah. That does suck. Wow. Okay, so now we've got... Oh, yeah, there are computers in this shit. So we've got computers to start. Yeah, it's very much early 80s. <laughs> like, your VHS or your uh, computer plugged into your TV. Already we got the music going. Yep. And then... um. Deborah Hill still produced this one. I think this is the last thing they worked on together because oh. Carpenter sort of they broke up when he went and did the thing, I think. Okay. 1982 was before Runaway. That was 84. That was another yeah, one of these. 84. The future is computer movies. <laughs> Special makeup's going to be important, everyone, because there's some shit in this movie. Oh, John Carpenter 
and Alan Howarth. Wow. All right. So we're already telling the audience this is a different Halloween. No uh, actual pumpkin. Right. Dean. Okay, yeah. So the the idea was this was going to be a hit, just like Halloween 2. And they were going to just make Halloween movies every year or two. Or no, year. An anthology thing. And an anthology thing. Because everybody thinks an anthology thing is going to work. And it never fucking does. This also dropped the same year as uh, Creep Show. I'm not sure how well that did. There's your intro. There's your intro, Jack-O-Lantern. Scary. And I don't know why nobody thought of just doing this with Halloween again. Like, I could have remade this, yeah. Yeah, you could totally do a Halloween TV series, TV movie series, or something like this. Like, Fargo has really proven you can do tonal spin-offs to other people's shit almost indistinguishably all right this is also going to have some nods to body snatchers maybe i don't know yeah yeah definitely yeah. body snatchers and okay we will have to i will have to acknowledge i do see some blue light coming from dean but he doesn't use blue everywhere, you notice. The blue car is not bathed in blue light. It already looks like and sounds like a scene from Christine. Yeah, and that would be... That's sort of the most like... The early... carpenters of that sort of batch there like christine Mm -hmm. still feels like a john carpenter early carpenter movie to some degree whereas starman is the big split from it and after that changing the style up a bit yeah and then the the uh they live in prince of darkness was after he started i don't know Listening to too much Alex Cooper and wrestling. Starman is almost documentarian in how they're not even, they don't even seem to be acting. Yeah, and he's never had, or he never did after that because he's functionally retired. He, like, he had a big female protagonist in that and he never really did that again. No. El Camino product placement. Okay, now we're going to establish this guy's tough or something, maybe. No, what? This there we does go. feel like Christine. What is going on? Oh, he's a Toretto. 
We okay, and also uh, we didn't really comment on this, but uh, we started this uh, pickup season with. Uh, uh, uh. The violence is also different in this one. Um, well, we'll get to that too, but it, you weren't going to find a lot of people willing to to get into this. Siskel and Ebert probably did not have nice things to say, but uh, we want, we started this pickup season with Halloween Ends, which is the third of the H four O trilogy, and it has the same font as this one. And now it has the same junkyard, or it has a junkyard. I wonder are there going to be more k- things that we're going to notice now that we've watched oh, ends, yeah. or is that it? Well, the very vibe of ends was eighties. And look, yeah, and there's a gas station. Gas station. Oh God, what if it really? If, <laughs> that's going to be fucking weird. I can't handle that. Hmm. This was also before Spinal Tap and Stonehenge, which turned Stonehenge into like a pre-internet meme type thing, you know? And then what? uh, European vacation. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it actually looks like a commercial that would have oh yeah how much do you think those masks would have fucking cost in 1982 though like they had some scary shit on the shelf back then when it wasn't like licensed Stuff. Yeah, they had scary shit, but that shit was all the good shit. It was not the uh, kid shit. Like I remember my mom would like put a mask on and chase me around the aisles and shit. That shit <laughs> was scary. Well, there was some good stuff back then. The Toys R Us. Perhaps. Yeah, Toys R Us. Sometimes you couldn't even get in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> the aisles were all jumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Masks on the wrong costumes and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can't find the mask, or you can't nope, find the costume. Right. Yeah, the costume, the costume's gone, and the mask is there. Sorry right. about being scrappy, do on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that guy's. Um, oh, and he's got a silver shamrock mask. Early. But he's okay. Like, (laughs) meow, meow. All right. Yep. Tom Atkins, just what, five years before he was dad in Lethal Weapon 1? That was 87. Same year, though. Same year as um, Creepshow. Yes. He was a dad in the intro. 
but he gets this crap. (laughs) This is his sort of, he had a grown kid in the next, in 87. So now he's Mm -hmm. got the, the little kids. That, oh damn, Silver Shamrocks. That kid looks familiar, the little boy. The boy is, uh, can't remember his name, but he's been around. Yeah, and that's Nancy Keys, also Nancy Myers. Sadly, she's the ex-wife. And the first time I saw this, I spent the entire movie going, is she coming back? She does not. She's a proto, a proto Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Sweater. Yeah. She's very irritated. <laughs> How did she not fucking? Oh, she must have hated acting. I don't get it. Yeah, that's weird. Can you imagine her doing like a grown up Nancy Drew or some shit? Oh, oh, so shit. good. <laughs> We're back in a hospital after Halloween too. Mm-hmm. But I mean there is there are no Easter eggs like besides Jamie Lee Curtis being in it. They were very serious about this being separate from Michael Myers. There it goes. <laughs> Very nice dubbing, uh, ADR work out of a Sergio Leone spaghetti western there. <laughs> like, right. Chato. So, yeah, when this came out on video, of course, it would have been pan and scan to hell. Uh, it's, oh, yeah, pushed yeah. in and, oh. Uh, it could have been squeezed. Terrible. Who fucking knows? Like, oh, man. Uh, there, there are some movies that just. Tom Jaws. Atkins, yeah, Jaws. This. Die Hard. Yeah. Any, die any hard. early Carpenter uh, was. <laughs> The Blues Brothers. <laughs> Just uh, any Carpenter or Close uh, Encounters, the Star Wars, the Star Trek. Yeah, I mean Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters uh, was one. Oh yes, you mean when Winston wasn't in the fucking yeah, when he was on video, never yeah. even in most of the shot. Yeah, no, it's yeah. uh, it's such a weird. <laughs> thing that people don't even like kids growing up don't even think about it in those terms their fucking tv is this like oh man so tom atkins was also the lead in the fog which um was another nancy keys john carpenter that was avco embassy that might have been the last one in his contract with them he might have finished that but the fog, not infamously enough, was almost entirely reshot. 
the mm. first version of the fog and they talk about it him and deborah hill talk about it on the commentary was very hitchcocky and like the birdsy and shit and it flopped in the test so like, audience so like adrian barbeau's hair is like tom cruise's hair in cocktail lots of reshoots so but the original has never come out and i'm like i but i want to see it oh no good night uh. Oh, God. Yeah, this one's foul. Like, it's really... It's gruesome. It's We're only 15 minutes in. Yeah, we have have not... There's something we could talk about, we could spoil, but we'll wait till we get there. But this movie goes places. To the point that I can't believe Universal put it out. Like... Well, this, this clearly inspired Blumhouse. Oh, yeah. And this is a couple of years before the Terminator. Where we were still in the midst of uh, slashers, but this is something different. (sighs) Oh, my God. Oh, I love that fucking Dean Cooney. Look at that. Oh, Jesus. I look at it. <sighs> Eat your heart out visiting hours. I don't think, yeah. I don't think there's like... Oh, wow. Is this before or after Scanners? This is a year after, after Scanners, after, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if they would have been reacting to that, but like scanners <laughs> sort of popularized gory sci-fi in a way was yeah, it did. before that. Um, Just because it was scanners and video drone and yeah. So that's when he started getting gorier Friday 13th, part three. They were really, you know, amping it up. Because you got your Tom Savini. Yeah. And those guys. And exit Nancy Keys. Look at the fireman's helmet. Right. That thing, <laughs> that thing looks like they got it from like a library story type. Look at the F on it wiggling. Yeah, it's flopping around. It's a Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just dressed as. A... <laughs> I'm not the fire chief. Well, they're clearly like, don't talk. We're not paying you. And he's over there just like. Yeah, he's just moving his mouth. Look at that shit. Look, 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 look. <laughs> and he's like drinking beer. <laughs> that ain't coffee. Uh, there you go. Damn silver shamrock. This is weird. 
I sure hope my ex-wife didn't get that for my kids. I still say I like Tom Atkins way better in Night of the Creeps. I've never seen that. I need to see that. Oh my god! What? He's amazing in that movie. I want Fred Decker sending me another email. (laughs) Yeah, Tom Atkins is one of those guys who should have had I don't know, like a serious... Oh look, it's... uh... Stacy Nelkin. Woody Allen's teenage girlfriend. Is that what she did? She was in one of the... Yeah, she was one of his... She actually was, what, 16? Then, of course, in this... (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't quite do much better, but... uh... Yeah, Tom Atkins and Jamie Lee Curtis were love interests in uh Yeah, the fog. The fog and like it was like he's like It's awkward. It was it's awkward, but they like sort of it he's like, really? You like okay. Like because she this chick here, Stacy Nelkin, had just done Up the Academy where it was, you know, very much a teenage right. character. I guess I never realized this score was so like non-Halloweeny synth. Like this is very different score for it's it's the thing almost. Yeah. Or uh it sounds a little a little more a little like uh an alternate tracks uh score to the Shining or something. Yeah, it does sound very much like and Whose girl is that? Uh, yeah, I know. I'm like Who's secretary? We should look that up. <laughs> This was their big shot, too. Well, it's just like, I don't know, man. Fill up your supporting cast with reliable, universal talent. Like, drive over to the fucking Incredible Hulk set and pick up the guest star. And Like, how is that not Lisa Eilbacher? Oh, wow. That'd be fucking so awesome. Funny. Because she's going to disappear, right? Like, this movie takes a quick... Right, we just skipped a whole day. So, like... (laughs) So, Sunday was Halloween? (laughs) The day the kids would have to be home early? Yeah. Who wants to go trick-or-treating on a fucking school night? This sucks. Hey, look. There you go. No, there's Halloween on TV. (laughs) Brought to you by Silver Shamrock. 
<laughs> right. Turn from that crap. That Halloween bullshit. God, that bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> location, location, location. Bar. Yeesh. Hasn't her hair changed significantly in the last two days? Uh, she let it down. Okay. She's got that weird Joni Cunningham hair. <laughs> if she and Jamie Gertz touch, do they turn into a gelatinous blob? <laughs> yeah, she does favor her a little. She didn't take off this chick at all. There are a bunch of people who were in the, these fucking horror movies who never went on to anything, like the studio ones. It's weird. Like, look at what was it? The one, the Paramount one, mm-hmm. the Happy Birthday or whatever. Oh, April Fool's Day. Yeah, and it's like none of those people. Amy Steele and, but yeah, Amy Steele, Biff, <laughs> Back to the Future. Right. Uh, like, they're in a studio. Clayton, what's his face? Oh, Clayton Roner. Oh, that poor guy. Yeah. Like, Well, I got, um, what's it called? Do you remember um, I Madman? Yeah, I never saw. If I saw it, I saw it like once, but yeah. I remember it's it. Not yeah, bad. it's not horrible, but you know, yeah. So much details with the dates, everybody. Come on now. So really, this is the whole movie is a lot of this. Oh a shit! Lot of figuring out what's going on. I think I remember that Frankenstein thing. Yeah. Because if you couldn't dress see. up as somebody, you wore fucking plastic with their picture. Yeah, the smock. Yeah. yeah, the smock <laughs> with the picture on it. They had a Hulk one of those, I think. Like my grandmother over the years had collected just a box full of masks. <laughs> and if you didn't have a costume, you could just take the mask. One year, one of my cousins got stuck with a tattoo mask from Fantasy Island. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's got his beers. His Miller High Life. Yeah, fuck Champagne yeah. of beers. You got a road trip, you need some beers. So I think, I don't think we heard Nancy Keyes' voice there. That looks like it's shot on that block where Michael Myers walks that we talked about in our Halloween 2 episode, which is actually quite good because we get into... uh, A lot of this location stuff is probably the same. (laughs) That's weird, though, because that means that Haddonfield is in simultaneously exists in Northern California and Illinois. Weird. Illinois, yeah. 
I think they should have had Carpenter do one of these. Mm. Like, he should have launched the anthology thing versus letting Tommy having Tommy Lee Wallace do it. Like, well, at the time, he was like so done with it. Well, he was done with it, but he could have done any other fucking horror movie and released it under this title. This could have been yeah. The Fog, right? You could have set The Fog on Halloween, and that's yeah, why Halloween they came back. Yeah, The Fog. Yeah. <laughs> Creepy Town. So... But yeah, I mean, this is very, this is like a special episode of TV as a movie. This is very much a TV movie. Like, that's Bruce this Banner is, come to town. Like This is one of the, uh, David. this is one of the made-for-TV Stepford sequels. Right. Revenge of the Stepford Wives. I don't know. Revenge of the Stepford Wives doesn't have that fucking. Oh God, Dean! Look at him go. Yeah, look at that. You go from the camera and then way back there to the mountains. God, he's so good. Oh, he just fills that whole frame up with just everything. (sighs) Hmm. Wow. Nice wet streets, little Michael Mann wet streets there. This is, uh, how far are we in? Yeah, so we're 27 minutes in and it's, uh, it's chugging along. I don't know. It's an episode of Tom Atkins investigating Doctor. Like it's a it's a it's a Night Stalker episode. This might have also been a hurdle for it taking off. Was I think everybody in town's going to have an exaggerated Irish accent? You know what? If this was made for TV, what Tom Atkins would have been William Shatner? Oh fuck yeah! I was already thinking that William Shatner and Tom Atkins have they got that same level of yeah. You know, it's like if William Shatner, if Tom Atkins had done T.J. Hooker, it would have been like a. Serious. It would have ran. Yeah, it would have ran for at least a decade <laughs> straight through. So Carpenter would do weird little town shit on his own with Village of the Damned in '95, and that's a fucking terrible movie. Also based on a British thing. So. Mm. And then, uh, what's it called? It's got weird little town in it, too, in the Mouth of Madness, though very different than this. Oh, no. 
Oh, hell yeah. We've got a musing uh, fellow tourist. Noxious, yeah, yep. noxious tourist family. Oh, I don't yeah. know if little buddy's going to make it. Little buddy should have got hit. flip off his mom? Yeah. Early 80s badass kids. He's been watching over the edge. <laughs> Everybody's trying to hit him. Uh. Oh, are we we building up our uh, body count here? Well, you'd think you were, but you're not. Like, I don't think any of those people are very important. Like, they're not going to be around for a lot of it. (laughs) (laughs) It's Miller time. What if he just was, like, going through the motions just to really (laughs) to get at her? Like, because when you think about it, he really shouldn't care. Right. He's not really that emotionally invested. No, he's not invested. Yeah, he's. He's just some sleaze who was trying to get at her. I mean, that does track. It is. Yeah, it tracks. Well, look at that. (laughs) Jeez, I wish I had this guy's timing. Wow. There you go. All he had all he had to be was Tom Atkins and shit. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, you no... had to, an alcoholic fucking yeah. Right, just drinking and deadbeat dad, right? Like already with the smell of booze all day on his breath. <laughs> okay, so the town is Okay, they're down uh... for shit. There's Jamie Lee Curtis bringing the bringing the town to sleep. I really wish I had the gumption and wanted to make the effort to cut that into them setting up the um, into like the nighttime lab stuff in ET. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh, there's a fucking cat on the street. <laughs> now we just got... the minions out after the cat. This <laughs> is just straight escape from New York, though. Like, yeah. A bunch of suits start chasing after the cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, weird video filters. We're still a little early here. Um, but they would quickly take off. It's Infrared like, being a big one. There's but this barely is before anybody. Wolverines. There's barely anybody in the town to begin with. Uh. <laughs> uh. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, wipe that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of funny because he's just a fucking drunk. Like, yeah, it's just. I mean, we haven't even seen him eat. No, nope. <laughs> he doesn't eat. He doesn't... just smokes and <laughs> fucking drinks. drinks. And pursues nineteen-year-old girls who are whose fathers just died under mysterious, circu- terrible circumstances. It. That ought to be a very special guest star. Yeah. Gene Kelly. <laughs> oh shit, who would have been just like in bad shape ready for the oh god. This movie has Burt Young written all over it. <laughs> he could have been that, he could be the dad, like A lot of this is such filler. Like, it doesn't... It's... Oh, yeah. Because, like, the movie hasn't even fucking... We haven't even yeah. gotten to the... How long Any do we spend... Any big reveals or anything? Yeah, we haven't even... It's hard. We're I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, but... Get another is... victim here. But, yeah, I mean... Has there ever been any successful transition away from a slasher movie into like a different subgenre of horror? Really, I don't think so. Like, we know how they do it. A lot of the time, they'll do a tone shift where the original is a horror, and then the second one, they'll try to do it goofy and sillier. But like. This is no Donald Pleasance. It has no uh, yeah. Michael Myers. It's got yikes decapitation by hand. Hey, wait, what? So no, they just tore his head off. He wasn't a robot. It just looked like okay. it just looked like Terminator <laughs> right. skin. Like, it just looked like Terminator skin. Yes, yeah, Terminator a... shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's she? Oh, she's got a Coca Cola. Uh, an age appropriate chick. <laughs> I guess she couldn't make it into the last Cheech and Chong movie. <laughs> Except you'll be dead, so it won't matter. So won't everybody be dead? I can't remember how this ends. 
Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Like, businessman, bad guy, you know, villains. This was early for that, and that would be sort of an 80s trope. But it's a weird thing in between. Uh, that's right. I forgot. If you wanted to be a movie star in the eighties, and you were a woman, you did have to do nudity ninety-nine percent of, of the time. Yeah. Yep. Some type of skin got to be shown. You know how long she probably had to stay wrapped up in that thing. <laughs> hey, uh, we did get the shot right. We need to go back in the shower. Oh, she was supposed to parlay this into. Yeah. She was going to be the girlfriend on chips. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been a perfect Lisa Elbacher part, too. Yeah. Yeah. She was busy back then. Yeesh. Okay. Wasn't this somehow about her looking for her father's killer? And yeah, but she. Where did she get the lingerie? Do you think this is when they actually made the switch? Oh, spoiler alert! Did they? I, that's what I'm trying to remember. Is is was she ever human? Yeah, was she ever, ever human? Because you don't have the father to confirm that. Right. Like, this is unrelated to. Wow. It just, you know. Wow. Okay. No explanation. No work up to. Nope. <laughs> Not at it all. It be so easy. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm trying to think were themed commercials with countdowns like in theory they were a thing but they weren't really a thing like mm. I can't remember unless it was a movie like okay. I do remember like a one of the Friday 13th trailers Three more weeks. Okay, yeah, that kind of thing. But I guess there were also the McDonald's Mega Millions or whatever the game shit. They mm-hmm. promoted that with the de- and talked about the deadlines. Yeah, but but like this ought to be the cast of Jaws two a few years later. Like, all those fucking kids who went on to nothing ought to all be in here. Well, what's this? Well, what's-her-face was 
she broke out. She was the first um, Avenging Angel around this time. Oh, that's right. So, this is also one of those movies that shows, like... Incredibly advanced technology, but with the visuals of 1982 technology, like, yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine why nobody wanted to watch this. Like, it's just too gory and gross. Like, yeah, it's like, what, what, what is that all about? Why would it zap a spider into her? That's weird. Yeah. It's a weird thing to do. No, don't. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mel Gibson hadn't gotten to America yet. <laughs> to think what other was this pre-v was the first v 83 or 84 yeah 83 because then by 84 it was what v the final battle yeah and the god-awful show uh, that's when they lost it the weekly series And here we go. Dan O'Hurley. <laughs> O'Hurley. A few years before Robocop. And a couple of years before Last Starfighter. Oh, yeah. Also universal. Mm-hmm. Also somewhat related to not even in the park, man. And now that I think about it, I don't even think they promoted it in like the actual Universal Studios park. The, you know, the tour or anything. It's really weird. That could have been something they could have capitalized on back then. I just don't think. I just don't think they. We haven't gotten to it yet. I don't want to spoil it. But I mean, it's like it's this is a hard thing to. Promote after a certain point, like. I can't believe this got released. Like, we're not there yet, but there's going to be something where it's just like, yeah, 
you've never seen anything like it again because yeah this it sucks as a Halloween movie But even on its own, it's just kind of, it's really standard, you know? Yeah, I mean, well, it's like a... It's one of those he-knows-you're-alone movies. (laughs) When the Stepford Wives movies had already been, the TV movies were, were they done by now? No, they, those ran shit. I think. One of the last ones might have been ninety something. But there's been at least one or two. I don't know. I'm trying to think what in Westworld and Future World. Spoiler alert! The series, right? Yeah, (laughs) we're about to get into androids and shit. That I mean, because androids were easy. You just yeah, it was just people, and then. You just you tear yeah. off a piece of their arm or some shit. And it's just, you know, Luke Skywalker's robotic arm and shit. Like, it's not hard. Yeah, I've got a lot of dummy work. She's familiar. <laughs> yeah, right? What, what's with the accent? Because they're an evil, transplanted... Irish town and shit like is that even look at the silver shamrocks So weird. Just such a weird. Yeah. Going to buy your fucking silver shamrock stuff directly at the factory. Like. Yeah. And for what? <laughs> if they were so popular, why isn't the place like. Right. Why isn't it booming? With... When they have more people than just this Hick family. No, because they kill them all, right? And the Griswolds over here. <laughs> oh, Hurley, he's having fun, though. Oh, yeah. There's some of those cool-ass masks, <laughs> 80s masks in the yeah. background. Mm-hmm. He's very much doing a... um. Willem Dafoe and Spider Man. (laughs) (laughs) He did a run of these, just, you know, I think he just had fun. Whenever they called him out. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you know, he mostly did TV shows and shit, right? Like, this would be a bit of a... And then, um, what's it called? 
last Starfighter, they put him under all that makeup. Like he played one of the aliens. Is how we make these sinister masks. Yeah. <laughs> Just the same three. Well, you know, you don't need any more. Now, who's painting them? I want to see that. Right. Where's the spray paint come in? Pumpkin, little pumpkin head. Wonder what happened with all these masks. <laughs> you know, somebody's got a few of them somewhere. But then again, if that's actual latex, that shit is gone. Right. You'd have to preserve that shit. Like I remember, I had a Michael Myers mask from years ago. That fucker. That is a um, ball of Play-Doh with a wig on it. There's a nice uh, fan of the opera on the shelf. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's... uh... Well, the witch could be a green goblin. Right? Alex Ross, Green Goblin. Oh, yeah. Here you go, little friend. Try this. Well... Eating a fucking snack. I I don't believe him eating the snack walking around like... Yeah, the factory floor. That's what I doubt about the realism of this, is that they gave him a snack he could walk around on the floor with. Acting like he's in... Walk his factory or some shit. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of like an evil Willy Wonka mixed with a leprechaun. Yeah. Or is that ever loving Gobstopper? It's a secret. You know about secrets, Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he's going to sneak in there and that sort of just kicks off the end of the movie, right? Pretty much. This is such a, like, it's so basic to the point where I don't even know why people appreciate it now more. (laughs) I mean... Because you got the Dean Coondy. You got at least... Yeah, but nobody... People like us will appreciate it for that, but... No. It's it's not this... It's nothing... There's nothing about it that's, like, ironically cool. (laughs) No. And I mean, well... No. Tom Atkins is not great. I mean, I like him. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, I like Tom Atkins, but, like... 
but it's so basic. Like it, it's they have no chemistry because she's a little right. kid, and and she's kind of a no personality. Yeah, at all either. That's my dad's car. But also, like here we've got these guys who don't move, right? Or they move very statically. And that should have been established earlier. Yeah. And it's like, he's basically uh, what John Hammond. And now let's go to the Chocolate River. Yeah, they're evil Oompa Loompas. Uh huh. This (laughs) is is a weird uh, way of doing, doing a remake. Yeah. Uh, evil Willy Wonka. <laughs> okay, maybe this was when they. I don't think yeah. she's. Yeah. It's either this or you're right. She couldn't have ever had been. We might be giving it too much credit. Like, I don't know. We'll find out. There you go. Yes, you're nice, Dean Coondy. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Look who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the DVDs have the fucking... Or the Blu-rays have the commercial. I remember that some website had a soundboard. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis did the voice in this, and she does the voice in Escape from New York. So that mm. means that Silver Shamrock sells its computer voice program to Lee Lee Van Cleef in the future. Okay, so we can say that perhaps the switch was made here. Right here. But there are other points there could have been a switch too. But yes, this is the most obvious point. But again, there's chance that, yeah, she was a decoy anyways. This is basically a chase scene from Halloween 2. Party Snackers. Yeah. Well, the name of the town, I think. Santa Mira. Yeah, I think it's the same. Tom Atkins is like, I will I will fall down in that bush. All those prickly little thingamajigs in there. But he'd be so drunk. Like yeah, he's not he, ready. He would be able to focus. Yeah, he'd be stumbling around. Yeah. Like <laughs> Okay, so they've got her there.
right. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. They can't see because they're robots or whatever. What about the cameras in the town? We yeah, we have not done a lot with that subplot. We have not done a lot with the threat that Cochrane is watching him at all times. He should have done a show with Larry Manetti as Rick's serious brother. <laughs> Two tough cops in Baltimore. <laughs> oh, no, full spinoff. <sighs> full spinoff. You, your cliffhanger for the first season is promising a returning guest star, and then it's Roger Mosley. But for a second, you think it could be Tom Selleck. And then <laughs> season three's got John Hillerman coming in for half the season, and then it gets canceled. <laughs> mid mid season, yeah. <laughs> There's four unaired episodes with like amazing right. guest stars that have never <laughs> aired. Yeah, they they put a on when it comes to USA mm-hmm. years later. God, they used to have a good run, like rerun lineup. They're the only channel I recall replayed Riptide at all. All right, so we're back in this spot, but I mean, we're only, it's only been a few minutes. Like, it's been like six minutes since we were here. So we are speeding up. There you go. There's your camera. You're right. Like that. <laughs> I also like how it's this very high tech story, and it, we're going to get super high tech in a bit. But like, this place is jank. Like, yeah, it. <laughs> it's I, old, even for back then. Yeah, it's old for 1982, especially if you're a super successful company, like. Oh, God. Yeah, that's some straight Blade Runner shit. Yeah. Give me life, fucker. (gasps) They're just robots. So this would actually be bitching for an adaptation of a... There was a Swamp Thing first series story, uh, the Clockwork People or something, Mm. where some guy makes a whole town of dead people who don't know that they're robot people. Mm. And Alec Holland, he remakes Alec Holland there, but they could have done that. This could have been that could have been your earlier Swamp Thing sequel. That would have been cool. Yeah. Okay, so he hit the robot. Ew. What'd you do, man? You thought it was a robot? Oh, you hit him too hard and you broke the cord, you jerk. 
they're pretty soft if you think about it. Like, yeah, they're well, they're not Cyberdyne. No, they're Silver Shamrock. (laughs) (laughs) He needed Doctor Fax to do all the work. And you ruined it. They needed Will Magnus. <laughs> Wasn't that the doctor, the metal man? <laughs> yeah, I like his. Uh, I do like his very seventies sideburns. Yeah, it almost makes him look like a hammer villain. I could have seen Peter Lawford playing his part, too. As you clean that pea soup off your hands. He's just having so much fun. (laughs) Sunday the 31st. That's right. It's a shitty Sunday Halloween. Nobody's going out. (laughs) No Halloween. This is the year every kid just got pissed off that they didn't get anything. Do we get a montage sequence of... Trick or treaters, at least I think we do, right? Yeah, it's it's. I think it's really quick, but the plan is so dumb. <laughs> the plan is stupid. It, it makes why, no sense. Why is Stonehenge part of this? Because I think they take shards of it and put it in those little discs or some shit. Didn't I kill you? (laughs) All right. You mean to change the world? Into a bunch of human sized lizards. (laughs) (laughs) It, It just, this movie feels like it came out four years too late. Yeah, it does have the a very like seventies. It's very seventies, but it's got the eighties budget. Like this right. is a big set. Like this is look at this fucking cr- oh man. Yeah, I like that shot. Yeah, that was not that was not was not an easy crane shot to keep smooth, right? Like oh, nope. and then we're nope. fucking look at him go. Oh, and it goes right there to it. Dean, that might be steady cam. That might be because they use Steadicam for the first time on Escape from New York. Mm. Duh. 
He's such a fairy tale villain. Mm-hmm. But like none of this makes it. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Clips it in the disc. Did you notice that guy looking dead into the camera? Like, yeah. <laughs> Dean told me not to look into the camera. Is he still there? Oh, shit. Shit. Wait Sorry. Are, are we done? Are we done? Here she is. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's no point in having brought him there. Like it wasn't like they cared, right? Like unless they were trying to clean up the hospital, but that seems like a lot of work to bring Tom Atkins up there. But it does explain why she would hook why up with him. Why is it important that he knows all of this? Because so. he's a Bond villain? Yeah. William Atherton's uh, little brother there. <laughs> nice shirt. Okay, you're in a bunker. You should notice that the yeah, like wife's like, what the fuck? Damn it. Uh-huh. What? So this is early morning Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Doors locked. Oh, you dummy. How is that not Brian Dennehy? If you wanted to do a big family man, like... Hoyt Axton. Ooh. Oh, because it was 84, because nobody realized they could do that with Hoyt Axton yet. No. No. Uh-oh. I guess they couldn't convince Jamie Lee Curtis to do that voice. All right, everybody, here it is. Yeah. Watch the magic. Here's her inspired Blumhouse. But... Is there a cut scene explaining that they came back from the hotel? All right. Because this is the next day, so they would have had to come back. So, yeah. It turns into some sort of melting acid. Yeah. And bugs crawl out of it. So it was a spider for the other person, but a bug here. 
Okay. Snakes now. Stonehenge is pretty fucking evil, is what I'm getting out of this. I guess so. (laughs) Somebody call Indiana Jones! Oh, well. Yep, we got a full getting bitten by snake. Nope. Just step on it. (laughs) Homie had no survival skills whatsoever. (laughs) And, yeah, so... The plan is he's going to kill every kid on Halloween with one of his masks. So I can't imagine. But this is, you know, every kid who actually has a silver shamrock mask. Plus the people nearby who will die from snake bite. But yeah. For somehow they, you know, it's guaranteed this plan is supposedly going to work. And for some reason, critics did not. Critics and audiences didn't embrace this at the time. Okay, so we've got twenty-seven minutes left. Oh, here's our montage. Yeah. So they're all buying Halloween costumes on Halloween. Yep. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> Nobody in the world does that. Landis Department Store. Mm-hmm. Yes, Baton that Rouge. looks very much like Baton Rouge. <laughs> See, look, it, it's a ballerina with a pumpkin and a skull and a ballerina and a fairy and a witch head and a skull and a witch, a clown with a skull head. This one looks just like E.T. Like, yeah, that, that was around the corner. And? Well, well there go his kids. Yep. This was the, was the trailer poster. shot. Yeah, yeah, poster and trailer shot. Tonight, nobody comes home or something like that. Yep. Well, they're not in front of a TV, though. No. They're out trick-or-treating, so how does that work? They miss it. But why would they miss it? Why would it... If it's sent out over airwaves, why wouldn't it hit the kids wherever they were? Well, right, because they had the disc, the the thing in the... In the head, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they didn't even count for time zones. No. (laughs) What's this smooth jazz in the background? So what, they sent somebody for her too? I don't know. Because she's trying.
Yep. Yeah. There we go. So I mean, this does lead credence, lend credence to the idea they they might have wanted to clean up Tom Atkins because uh, they had that body up there they needed to. But it it took them a while to get there to take care of the body. God. Yeah, man. They're already robots, so it's like what? Yeah. They're mean fucking robots, though. They're mean. Who would explain this type of shit here, though? Like, This is clearly because the movie needs a body count. Yeah. But what did you just learn? I don't understand yet. Oh, my God. This is taking forever. Oh my god, the movie thinks we like her a lot more than we do. Okay, so... Was he waiting? Meaning if she hadn't yeah, figured it out? In the same room. In... Yeah. Okay, and where... Oh. The MPAA mm. said you can't do the close-up. No. You can't do the close-up and do the eyes, too. But maybe you can do... Do we get any bloody anything? Nope. Okay. It's now 7.30. We've seen the kids watching the TV in their fucking masks earlier. But apparently mm-hmm. that was not the broadcast. Oh, everybody's going to be watching the same shit at the same time, right? I'm just a bad dude. Because everybody was home. (laughs) There we go. Oh. This ought to be the intro to one of the Halloween sequels. Yeah. This is like just like his Raul Julia and Street Fighter. <laughs> That day changed your life. But for me, it was just Tuesday. This should be a thorn. I think at one point they were thinking about doing that, tying them into it, but it makes more sense. Early, he could have came back. I would have, oh, yeah. you know, he's kind of a what you call it. Well, he could have um, even come back. When did he pass? He, he's very much like the tall man. Yeah, he could have come back for like 
the Miramax one. They didn't have Pleasance, but well, the he's making them watch Halloween. <laughs> no, no, no. We know this movie. What time did Halloween start playing if that's seven minutes and 49 seconds? Bullshit. There's no way that scene in Halloween is playing at 7.49 p.m. Unless it came on at like... 5.30? 6.30. No, because 6.30 that's... to 8.30. Yeah, okay. 6.30 to 8.30. Well, no. Mm, no, because that's like 15 minutes from the end of the movie. Yeah, but commercials. I don't know. They know how to stretch that shit, even then. Or it's probably the extended one, right? Yeah, right. It's the extended one, and they're going to do one of those commercial breaks where you have the short commercial, the show comes back for a minute 30, and then you have yeah, the long and break. And another one, yeah. yeah. Then you have another one, yeah. We We know how they are in fucking... Santa Mira local television. I don't hear any screaming. Because there's nobody in the fucking town. Like, So despite being at the epicenter of the signal thing being sent out, um... Oh, he got the mask off. Never mind. I was going to say, like, it should still. Oh, wow. He needed to establish that skill early on. Yeah. Then he was just a crack shot with those. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) This is only kids in the U.S., though. That's the other thing. We haven't established that as an international distribution. So he's sacrificing the children of the United States. And what clock is he on? Because a lot of kids are either still trick-or-treating or headed to bed somewhere. Well, it's a Sunday night, so... Yeah, it's a Sunday night. Nobody's staying up. <laughs> what time's this show on? At 8? Like... Oh, it's already 8.11? That was a fast 20 minutes. Die Hard. Uh Holy shit, it's Die Hard. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. At nine? Yeah, some bullshit. (laughs) Oh, does he save the day? Oh, I thought this ended with all the kids dying. Well, (laughs) I think it's one of those does he or doesn't he type endings. Camera two. Why, that's the room I kept him in. Well, 
these are like dumber than Westworld robots. Like, yeah, they're drones. Yeah, you would think you you would want something with a little bit more intelligence to do all your evil mad scientisting for you since you're not doing any work. Well, that's why he built what's her face. When does she come into it? God damn, how much longer is there? Ah. Yeah, it's, it's not 14 much. 14 minutes? She disappeared for 20 minutes of the movie? God. <laughs> so these are all the masks that they didn't ship out that are going to be useless because they're going to kill all the kids in a second. I worry about oh, he's Cochran's business practices. Who's he calling? His ex. Why is he? Oh, because he's on the company line so he can call out. Okay. Yeah, he ought to be a little bit better at his panicked thing I know where he is I'm not drunk (laughs) Uh, oh well yep no more no more uh, child support Okay, now we're getting into... Well, Looker was an Android movie, right? Yeah, but that was one nobody... Like, it yeah, kinda came and went. it came it and went. It was a cable but... movie. I saw it more on cable than anything. And... Okay, okay, this is where a movie they... just kind of snowballs. It falls apart. Why is the other android paying attention? Also, was that really 15 minutes? This becomes the end of They Live pretty much from this point on. Mm. Like They Live repeats this exact ending. Yeah. That's kind of the problem with end of the world endings is that like it's a hard balance. <laughs> I do like that shot. Look at that lighting. Yeah. Oh man, Dean. Turning a literally empty boring room into like Mm-hmm. Plus, you could get a lot of stills out of this movie that made it seem like a better movie. Like you could cut this; they they yeah, should have been able of, to cut a nice trailer for this. Like, a lot of, yeah, a lot of clips and stills. Yeah. 
Okay. It's got a microchip in it. Uh. When's something gonna happen? <laughs> like, mm. You're now showing off your computer stuff. Like Yeah, it's just all this your set. You're like, this is a bitchin' set, uh, if it were nineteen seventy-four or something, like They'd be really impressed with this set the year before Star Trek, the motion picture. Or no, because Star Trek, the motion picture had shit. Did the movies have touch screens or were the movies switches still? I think. I think they still had switches in the early yeah. ones. Oh no. Okay. So his plan is to send the signal and then Oh. Yep. He shorted them all out. Short them out like it's my science project or something. They're tossing up their pea soup. Those guys who did not get hit on the stairs just shorted out, which makes no sense. Well, they're all part of a hive mind, probably. Oh, Although it doesn't make sense because, well... yeah. Somebody else should have gone out. Somebody else should have fell out. Yeah. Who's the guy in the other suit down there, though? Or no, because the other suit guys are the uh, security. Okay. (laughs) Have you seen the keep? It's going to be like the keep. Or no, this is before the keep. Nice try. Okay. It just turned him into Dr. Manhattan. Nope. All right. So, I mean, it zapped him out of this reality, which means he could come back in a future movie. Yeah, something. Oh, wow. There's a a composite shot. Yeesh, look at that. Wow. I wonder if that's an old Bates Motel set. It kind of looked like it, didn't it? Well, it's still up at uh, Universal. I wonder if they'll... 
they just move the house every now and then. Uh, and note, she hasn't said a word. Since he got her? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they should have made the girl model as strong as the boy model. They shouldn't have been sexist in their killer robot strength level. Like, she should have been able to pop his cheeks instead of just scratching him. Yeah, scratches or smash his skull with one hand like that. Is her arm going to be knocked off? Is that one? This is promising. Yeah, it's dumb. Uh oh. The rotors. Wow. Good thing I've got a flashlight. Uh, She looks like my fifth grade homeroom teacher. (laughs) Oh, PC time. Okay, that would be the moment I'd just stand there so confused. Did I really (laughs) the robot? Oh shit. That's the arm. We've been wondering where the arm came from that they built the Terminator technology on. That's the arm. And then when they left the better arm is when they got the future, like the future got more technical, Mm. but that could be the arm. Cause you remember, you know how they had much more impressive future stuff in Terminator two. That was cause they'd left the arm from the first Terminator (laughs) or, or not. Cause they'd have the whole body here. Gross. Unnecessarily gross. Just just came to no surprise whatsoever to audiences everywhere. God. Why is it still going? Okay, so he's going to run down the streets and warn us about Silver Shamrock now? Yeah, it's it's the uh, body snatchers, okay. I think. Does he actually get on a truck with masks? Or oh, it's the guy from oh, the beginning! Dude, yeah. It all ties together. Yeah, except... See, we're, we're back at the beginning. Wah, wah, wah. Halloween, Halloween, and Halloween. 
Oh well. Dumb kids with silver shamrock masks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it takes a candy, y'all. Wait, is that a bunch of kids who drove up there for candy? Yep. Where's the adult? <laughs> like who what drove adult? the car? <laughs> Good thing they all believed him. So far. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Oh, well. It's like a Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, Yeah. Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Just was about to say it. Well, little buddy had an unfortunate Halloween this year. (sighs) Okay, so Nancy Kizu, Dick Warlock is the assassin. Willie Chalice, played by Joshua Miller. Oh, yeah, that odd little guy. Yeah. Never put him and Stephen Jeffries in the same room. Something bad could happen. Okay. It's, 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 it's. But we don't have 10 minutes of credits here. We've only got two. They're not playing it like a fucking. Aliens versus Predator movie. Or, oh yeah, uh, this this is the good old days when your credits were a good two minutes, minute and a half. Low tech. <laughs> it seems like it should end with if you're interested in hiring Alan Howarth and in association with John Carpenter, call. It should have the the uh, win in Hollywood. Yeah, busy Universal Studios. <laughs> Ask for Babs. Stunt coordinator Dick Warlock. He was all over these. Yeah. So yeah, 1982, and this would kill Halloween until 88? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, this was the least revered Halloween film until suddenly, out of nowhere, people just started having some love for it. And I'll never figure it out. (laughs) It's it's really standard. And Night of the Creeps is a much more fun time. Animation courtesy of Bakshi Productions. Wow. wow. Filmed in Eureka, California. 1982 Dino De Laurentiis Corporation. So this is when Dino was making... This was one of Dino's two Halloween movies. And then it went back to... 
Mustafa caught after this. Mm. Michael Myers will return in. Nope, not Lionsgate. Ah. Nope, it's not a Lionsgate. Nope. Why'd you say that? That's almost as bad as um, looking at Conan the Barbarian now. What's it got? It's got the fox in the beginning. What was that? It's hard to watch that. It was Universal. Why is it? Why is it in Fox now? Uh-huh. <sighs> I was so pissed when I got the uh, DVD. Even on a Blu-ray, it's still it's still Fox now. It doesn't look right. No, it's weird that they're not like I don't know that, that, that the uh, the Destroyer is Universal still <laughs> for some reason. Just put just put two. Just have both. Like I think. Um, I think they should just, they used to do just both, right? Like, cause it was like a prestige thing. Like Anchor Bay liked to have in the original logo on there and shit. Like, look what we're putting out, even though the original doesn't. But I don't even like how, um, even Action Jackson, Action Jackson has a shitty, uh, the, um, Warner logo at the beginning of that. And initially it was Lorimar. Right. And then. Warner's kind of bad. Yeah, all the Lorimars are bad about that. And then the other one that was weird is the... um, Wasn't Castle Rock at both Warner and... There's something weird with Castle Rock stuff sometimes, too. I thought it was Columbia. Yeah, but I thought there was... No, Regency, maybe. One of those other ones did a couple... um, What's the one with the Robin Hood music? That one. Yes, that one. That's, um... Hang on. Damn it. Do, 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 do. Come back, come back, come back, come back. That is... Morgan Creek. It was Morgan, Morgan Creek. Creek. Yeah. yeah, Morgan Creek. Um... <laughs> they were at... <laughs> Fox. Then they were at Universal. Then they were at Paramount. Then they were at Warner. Then they went back to Universal for two years and somehow turned into Spy... The guy went on to do Spyglass and The Leftovers did something with Franchise, but then that fell apart. Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, very weird. But they were all over the place. And that's entirely unrelated to this. So, um... (laughs) Because their first movie was Young Guns. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Man. Huh. Um all right, well, well Yeah, that was Halloween three. Yeah, we'll be back. Uh not not the greatest. Uh you know not hey, the worst. It's not the worst. You know, big ups to Tom Atkins and all that. But, yeah. Uh, I don't get where the the, the roses are <laughs> where, where, where Halloween three is concerned. It's 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 entertaining. It's just kind of bland too like it's it's nothing that you haven't seen before if you're a fan of this type of shit so except dead kids you know well yeah dead kids which is becoming a a thing now you know with blumhouse but at the time yes at the time yeah it was very shocking because kids were you know young and cuddly and with the exception of um well that was 70s never mind (laughs) 
The one where, uh, what was it? Uh, Brooke Shields' character got killed. Alice, sweet Alice. Oh, yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, um, that's it until there's another Halloween, and then we'll be back with another pickup season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Night, everybody. Night, y'all. Night, y'all. <laughs>